Well, hello, everyone. This is Daniel here at the Solar Network, and here I am with Billy Lowe. And I'm going to have you introduce yourself, Billy. Uh, tell us uh, what you do and, and tell us uh, why we're having this conversation. Okay. Yeah, uh, my name is Billy, and uh, I live in Sweden, uh, Nordic countries. And uh, I have lived here for almost all of my life. I came to Sweden when I was two from Hong Kong. And uh, my parents, uh, you can say they are the first generation. And then I'm the second. And now I have also family. So uh, now it's the third generation here in Sweden. So you have kids. And you yeah, I have kids. I have three kids, uh, and the oldest one is actually adult now. He's eighteen, and then wow. the second is a uh, daughter, uh, seventeen, and then uh, I have a, the youngest one, a son, uh, fourteen. And so, and they're all born in Sweden. Yes, they are the third generation. So I'm not sure if they are going to, if they are able to speak Chinese or understand Chinese. <laughs> okay. Um. Why don't you tell us about your ministry in Sweden? Oh yeah, uh, I belong to a, a Nordic Chinese church in Stockholm. So uh, I uh, uh, I start to go to church in this church and then become a Christian. And then I uh, uh, went to a Bible seminar and then become a pastor. So I've been pastor in this church for 20 years now, 20 years. Uh, your church is actually in different locations, in different locations. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, uh, my church is uh, belongs to a Nordic Chinese church. And uh, we have uh, six different uh, sites or churches. So uh, uh, two in Norway, three in Sweden, and one in Finland. So we belong to uh, the same family. Uh, uh, but we, uh, in the same time, uh, we are uh, independent from each other, but we have a lot of cooperation. Okay, so it's like a church network that you share together. Yeah, and uh, this network, uh, this family, church family, we have been together for almost 30 years now. Wow. Okay. Um, I think some of our listeners would be curious to know how your family or other Chinese families ended up in the Nordic countries. Can you share about that? Can you share with them history? Oh, yeah. Uh, I asked my father, and I think that, uh, I think we can say during the 60 and 70, I think uh, there is uh, a big group of Hong Kong people went to Sweden and uh, Norway, Nordic countries. And also, I think also Taiwanese people. So mm -hmm. Hong Kong people and Taiwanese people and the majority, when they come to Nordic countries, uh, they work as a, in, in the restaurant. Mm. And I think uh, uh, a smaller group of people, uh, before the occupation, they are sailor. And then they find a new home in Nordic countries. And, uh, and then when they stay in the Nordic countries, usually they also work in the restaurant business. So that was that your family, the restaurant business? <clears throat> Yeah, uh, I think uh, 97, 98, 99% third generation, they work in the uh, restaurant business. Okay. Um, but there's uh, the second and third generation now. Uh, are they starting yeah. to do other things? Oh, yeah, I, I think at least for me, because that uh, 
the experience of the, the restaurant business is so difficult. So I think that uh, not that many second generation people would like to have the same, uh, same do the same business, same occupation like the parents. So I think that the second, uh, the second generation people, they will like to do other things. Uh, they will like to do uh, uh, find other occupation. Mm. So most of them, they they do other things than the parents. Mm. Um, can you describe? So how 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 are the experiences of Chinese people in the Nordic countries? I mean, it just it seems like they're a minority. You're a minority. So how how do you how what's the experience like? Uh, <clears throat> I think that before. Uh, when I raised up in Sweden, I think compared to uh, many other immigrants uh, group, I think uh, Chinese people, Hong Kong people, uh, we are a group of people that uh, we are quite, uh, have been welcome to Sweden. We have a quite good reputation because that uh, Chinese people, one of the uh, uh, sign of uh, Chinese people is hardworking. Mm, mm. So Hong Kong people, Chinese people, we don't like to have uh, trouble. Uh, this only one thing we like is earning money, making, uh, doing business. So I think, uh, in at least in the beginning, uh, Chinese people is quite uh, welcome in in Sweden. And uh, nowadays, I think it's not that big change in my opinion, but because of uh, the situation with China, is become more sensitive. So maybe a little bit more sensitive than before. Okay. Um, and do you do you see that there's a different experience for those who are born and raised there, kind of like your kids, and you and your kids? Oh, uh, I think that um, I think it's quite the same. I, I don't know. I, I guess it's like the same. I think the the most sensitive time is a teenage mm. because the, during the teenage they they just want to have the friends that, that they will look the same think the same uh, so to, to 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 look like asian people among swedish people is not that popular mm. but i think that is something that they would change when they get older mm. so as they as they learn about their own chinese culture while living in the nordic countries yeah, and in the same time, I think that uh, at least uh, uh, the capital city in the Nordic countries become more uh, diverse, mm, international. Mm. So this quite often when I go out and, uh, and in the uh, uh, metro station, uh, I can hear different kind of language. Mm. So so I think that the time have changed. It become more international, uh, diverse. I think that. Uh, if you are Swedish people or Swedish or Chinese, I think it's still important, but I think the time that is diverse, so it's normal that maybe you are not the same like everyone because right, right. that there's different kind of people now. Yeah, you mentioned those capital cities. Uh, is that is that where the Nordic Chinese church network uh, churches are? Uh, yeah, uh, some of them, and then and also other bigger city in the Nordic countries. Can you can you name them? What what are some places? Oh, in Sweden is uh, Stockholm, Stockholm, and the Gothenburg, yeah, and the Malmo. In this, uh, this three is the biggest city in uh, in Sweden. Mm -hmm. 
And then in uh, Norway, we have uh, Oslo, and then we have Stavanger. So in these two cities, we have uh, our Chinese church. Mm -hmm. And then in Finland, we have uh, in Helsinki. Helsinki. Okay. Yeah. And then we also have a mission field now in Denmark, uh, Copenhagen. Copenhagen. So we have a missionary, missionary there and trying to reach out and build a church. Right, because there's there's folks there as well. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's also Nordic countries is also so close to to Sweden to to other Nordic countries. So we we feel that God is uh, guiding us that uh, we need to have we need to start a mission field in Denmark. Pastor Billy, we're have you you and I are having a conversation in English. Yes. Can you tell me about the languages at your church? Oh, well, yeah, uh, we use Chinese, and Chinese means that the Mandarin, mm -hmm. and then the Cantonese, and then also we have a local ministry, which means is Swedish. So we use Swedish in uh, our local ministry. When um, when uh, when you when you get together with the other churches uh, in your network, what about that? What's what when what do you what do you do in those cases? Oh. Uh, there will be an English training camp. We will start <laughs> to speak English because that uh, I think that you can say that half of the group uh, speak Mandarin or regional, and then the other half speak uh, Cantonese. But because that we are the next gen, so uh, our Chinese is quite bad. So the common language between uh, Finland, Norway, uh, Sweden, and uh, maybe Denmark also. It would be English, so English become the the, the the joint language we have together. Every time when we have a joint service, when when we have things together, we will use English. So when you get together, uh, especially you said next generation, uh, mm -hmm. they uh, you actually meet and conduct everything in English. Yeah, and uh, that is something. It's a benefit to us because that then we become more international. <laughs> It's a good thing. Can you tell me about kind of the the some of the spiritual needs of the Chinese and then the Nordic Chinese? Well, uh, I think uh, I think two things. Uh, one thing is about the family mm -hmm. because that I, I I just have the feeling I I don't I have studied before uh, about it, but I just have the feeling about uh, among all the immigrant churches. I think Chinese church, one thing that we have uh, quite uh, good is, uh, uh, how do you say, the economy. I think most of the Chinese people, they taking care of themselves, they do business. So about the financial, it's not a, a very, very big issue. Uh, but I think the, the problem is that family issue, family problem. So uh, I know more and more families that uh, even that they are high educated or mm -hmm. low educated, uh, it's the same problem that the uh, marriage problem mm -hmm. or parenting problems. And that is one thing that we need to help uh, the families. Uh, one thing that we need to have a prayer request that we need to pray for the families. And you mentioned there are two things. So that's the first thing is the family. Yeah, and the second thing is that maybe this is also a chinese culture and that is more focused on the the co-worker the christian 
And uh, I have the feeling that uh, uh, we have uh, uh, some, quite many co-workers that they are really faithful and hardworking. But in the same time that uh, it's almost become that your relationship with God become the serving. Mm. You serve and serve and serve. And uh, maybe it's quite typical for Chinese people that uh, you need to work. You need to, it's uh, hardworking. You work for God, you work for the, for the church. But I think in the long term, uh, it will become that uh, you will be exhausted, uh, 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 burned out. And then maybe that when you are not serving, what is your relationship with God? That is the question. Mm. So yeah. being able to relate to God outside of work, working or serving. Yeah, I, I think that is something that we need to develop more. Uh, because otherwise, I think that uh, there's always a big need in the church. But uh, how about your relationship uh, with God? I think that is a, a big spiritual need. Mm, okay. So how, how are the churches kind of reaching uh, Chinese, Nordic Chinese, and uh, making disciples? Um, I think maybe we can, uh, especially for the next, Gen, next, gen, next generation, uh, before when I was young, mm -hmm. uh, in, in that period, I think it's quite, uh, it's much easier, I have to say, because on that time, when the church organized camps or similar activities, there's always a bunch of uh, new people coming, uh, Chinese people. But uh, nowadays it's so different. It's uh, much more difficult because that, uh, like mainly about the internet, social media, so people is not attract to to come to the church longer, uh, especially the, the the young people. So I think that uh, if you think about young people, next gen people nowadays, I think that one of the key is that you you really need to have a good relationship with the parents. Mm. Without the parents uh, involved and help, it seems like that. You cannot, uh, uh, the, the young people just stay in the bedroom because the bedroom is the paradise. The bedroom, they have the computer. The bedroom, they have all the things. And you, if you want to come, uh, they go out from the paradise, it's so difficult for them. So I think that uh, have the good relationship with the parents is one of the key that we need to reach out to the, to the young people. Mm, reaching out to the whole family. Yeah, that's true. Pastor Billy, you mentioned that uh, we can pray for the families in the Nordic Chinese. Um, what are some other ways we can pray for the Nordic Chinese? Uh, I think that uh, the other thing is the, about uh, the relationship in the church between the third generation leadership and the next generation leadership. Because that uh, we have exist for uh, forty plus years, which means that uh, uh, by God's grace, we have a, a some new leader uh, from the next generation. But uh, I think uh, one important key is that uh, the leadership between these two generations that they can working together, appreciate what they are doing. So uh, one. Prayer requested that we have a good rela relationship operation with the different generation. Mm. Okay. 
And then uh, the family issue I have already mentioned. And I think the third, I would say the mental health. Mental health. I think the men yeah, mental health, because that I think is worldwide about the mental wealth. But uh, for, for, for me or for us living in Nordic countries, I think that uh, uh, when I'm getting older, for example, I will be afflicted of uh, the season. Mm. Uh, so it's, it's especially during the winter, uh, I, I realize more and more that the people who are not feeling good, mm -hmm. uh, it will be uh, even harder for them during the winter because that is cold, because it's dark, dark yeah. you don't want to go out, you don't want to meet people. So it will be even harder. So I think it's not only the Chinese people, it's actually for, for the... Uh, for all the people in, in at least in Sweden, that uh, mental health is some is a big issue that uh, the whole society need to uh, face, uh, but also uh, the church. What can what the church can do to help the people who have a mental health uh, issue? Hmm. Well, Pastor Billy, thank you very much for your time. It's been really good for us to hear uh, about. Uh, the Nordic Chinese and how you're ministering to them and get a glimpse into their needs and how we can pray for them. So Pastor Billy Lowe, everyone from Nordic Chinese Christian Church in Stockholm, Sweden.